Hello everyone and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I'm your host, Zykea McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. Going to go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. Love is the greatest positivity you can put into the world. Blend it up, drink it, and embody what love is. Love thyself, give yourself all the attention in the world, and love thy family with the overpour of affection to love thy neighbors and bring positivity to the universe. It is Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's Talk About It Tuesdays. We're going to be joined by our co-host and CWP family member, Kimberly Biggs, when we come back. We here at Cooking with Positivity are huge on causes that help build up the community and the people in it. We have partnered with Lashbinder, a brand created by celebrity makeup artist Cassandra McClure, who has created the world's quickest, easiest, and safest tool to apply strip lashes so easily a five-year-old can do it. With every tool sold, a patient who has lost their lashes due to chemotherapy will receive a free lash binder with the buy one, give one campaign. So stop by lashbinder.com and use the code Cooking with Positivity to receive $5 off and give the gift of beauty to a brave survivor today. Ladies, we never need a reason to fabify ourselves, but we do need the tools to do the job. A few extras here and there never hurt anyone. With lush mink lashes like angel wings and bundles and wigs worthy enough to grace every crown, blessed her hair has just the tools you need to get the job done. Stop by blessedherhair.com and grab the tools to finish fabifying your look today. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, I have. I have dreamed of starting my own podcast for so long, and I felt it would be a great way to showcase my business as a caterer and a writer and promote my business. And one of my favorite people suggested Anchor to me. And I tried Anchor and I loved it. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. If you want your podcast heard on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard, then Anchor is right for you. So if you want to live your dream Create your own podcast with easy and great tools such as background and description and distributing your podcast on multiple platforms. Go to anchor.fm slash start and start living your dream of your podcast today. We are joined by our CWC family member, Kimberly Biggs. How are you? How are you today? I am good. Getting through this few days without a hit. So we're going to dive right in, and we're going to talk Oscars. There was a ton of fashion buzz 
when it came to the Oscars, and one of the standouts was Natalie Portman for her shout out for the female directors who were left out or snubbed at the Oscars with a cape with their names on it. Okay. I felt that was very creative to include them in her wardrobe for them not being recognized by the Oscars. Also, we have uh, Spike Lee who sported a tribute suit to Kobe Bryant. And his suit was purple with the gold 24 limber on it because that was Kobe Bryant's number when he was last with the Lakers. I thought that was a beautiful tribute. And uh, Kobe Bryant was also remembered, you know, in the Oscar Memorial, which Luke James was left out of. And his fans were enraged. You know, the actor from uh, 90210, the original 90210, uh-huh. he just died at the uh, top of the year. He was not included in the memoriam that they did. But they included Kobe Bryant, Paul Walker, and a few other people that we lost. But he was not included. So his fans were going crazy on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. They were going crazy all over the place. Oh. Yeah, because he was not included in the memoriam. And they were saying, like, why was his death overlooked? And I, 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 I guess I agree with them because I mean he did pass. He was famous. He still is famous. I, I don't think he stopped being famous or a celebrity in the celebrity eyes. I don't think you know you stop doing that even when you pass. Because look at Kobe Bryant. He's everywhere. And we're gonna yes, talk we're gonna talk a bit about about Kobe Bryant more later. But uh we still with the Oscars while at the Independent Spirit Awards, Adam Sandler, he took the comedic route towards the snub that he received on the Oscars by saying the Oscars are for the pretty people. But the Independent Spirit Awards is for personality, he said. <laughs> Pretty little fade. So all you pretty and handsome people at the Oscars will have our personality forever. I found that cute. And that was a great way to poke fun at the Oscars for not even nominating him for his new film, which got a ton of box office buzz, which most people, critics, said it was his best work. Yeah, and yeah. you know, Adam Sandler has done, he done done some things. Yes, he has. So, I I feel, I felt bad for him and all of the women directors who were not recognized at the Oscars. But they are recognized here on Cooking More Positivity and they got shine on other award shows. So, I say go where you're celebrated. 
not where you tolerate it. And then um this story was this story was touching to me. There was a Matthew A. Cherry who wrote the book Hair Love and they created a short based on this book which won an Oscar. And it's about a father learning to style his daughter's hair. And Taya Richards, naturally me, hair salon, she provides classes to assist dads in learning how to style their hair in different ways for their daughters. I felt this was so touching and beautiful. And when we come back, we're going to talk about we the women segment. Hey, Cooking with Positivity family. Hump Day is almost here, and I want you to make sure you join us on Wednesday for some riveting host chat, maybe an interview, and some movie talk right here on Cooking with Positivity. Are you an artist looking for some exposure, or do you have a project you would like to promote? Maybe you would like to be interviewed. Send us an email at cookingwithpositivity at gmail.com so we can help you reach for the stars. Welcome back, guys. Now, we here at Cooking With Positivity love to support women doing major things. And we heard about the role reversal as far as dads doing their daughter's hair. But our We the Women segment is dedicated to the women who are taking over NASCAR. Now, the first black woman to join a pit crew is Brianna Daniels. Now, she was 24 years old when she joined the pit crew last year. Yes. And the first black woman to own a NASCAR team is single mom Melissa Harville LeBron. And now these women are doing major things. For one, NASCAR is not considered African-American sport, franchise, whatever you say. So that's major. And it's not considered a woman's sport. Sure it's not. But if you really think about it, no no sports were really considered women's sports. Because back then they didn't even consider cheerleading a sport. No, cheerleader was not a sport, but now it is a sport. I mean, cheerleaders are just as athletic, if not more, than the teams that they cheer for. Yes, and that's why now they have just cheerleader competitions. Right. So if you think about it, these women are doing double work I mean, in the community, in the world. So we are saluting you ladies. And speaking of women in support and shouting out, Kim, we have our first We The Women's Group meeting coming up at the end of the month. Yes, we do. 
And when is it? It's on the 29th? 29th from 2.30 to 3.30. And I am excited to see if you are in the Richmond, Virginia area or in the Virginia area and don't mind traveling, you're going to be at the Hall Street Library at 1400 Hall Street in Richmond, Virginia. So make sure you come by, check us out, get your support on. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some firing going on in the world today. Hey, moms. Are you working to the tune of boredom and unsatisfaction? Are you wracked with mommy guilt, stress, and overextended at home? Well, Stephanie Pierce is here to help you break through the mundane and find your true passion. Get clarity and get back to the fearlessness of your inner child and get you on the road to your entrepreneurship and freedom. Stop by empoweredmama.biz, that's E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D-M-A-M-M-A dot B-I-Z, or Empowered Mama on Facebook or Instagram, and give up the excuses for a life of your own making. Are you loving what you're hearing and want to hear more? Be sure to check out this amazing, inspiring, and up-and-coming artist and songwriter, Jay Queen. She can be found on BeatChain, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm going to give you the stories, and I want you to help determine if these were justified firings or not. Okay. All right. Now, the two origin bank employee was fired for giving a customer $20 in need on Christmas Eve. Now, she didn't take the money from the bank. So that's not why she was fired. Because when I when I posed this question online on Snapchat, I asked, "Do you think the lady should be fired? Do you think it was justified?" There is a young man. He was a customer. His check did not clear, and they told him, "Try to come back. Maybe a check will clear. You know, in a couple of hours." Well, he was on his last of gas. He was sitting in the parking lot of the gas station praying, you know, that the check would clear and he would have access to his funds. And now this is Christmas Eve, so it's not a lot of things open. Okay. And so he's sitting in the parking lot at the gas station 
on E pretty much. So he can't go home. So he ends up calling the customer services office. And that's how he got in contact with the representative who gave him the $20. Now, where the story takes the interesting turn is she left her job. She went and spoke to her supervisor who was there. Let's, let's clear that up. She went and spoke to him. She explained the young man's situation and she said she wanted to help him. And they, this so happens that the call center that she was at was located in the same city as the caller. And it's not very often that that happens. But it just so happens that they were located. She was about five minutes away from where the caller was sitting at the gas station. So she, with her supervised permission, went to the gas station and gave him the $20. Okay. Out of her pocket. But she was terminated. She was terminated. Her and her supervisor actually were terminated. But the supervisor didn't get terminated immediately. She got terminated immediately. Well, I think they should um, file a lawsuit. You think they should file a lawsuit? You think this is an unjustified yeah. firing? Okay. Unjustified being terminated. It's not like the woman took it upon herself to clock out and then go help the young person. She went to her supervisor. Evidently, if you work in a bank or a call center, they they could see how many times that he tried to, well, the check did not clear. So him sitting in the gas station, waiting, he called it again, explaining the situation, her not having empathy for the person. That's the problem that we have a lot in this world. It's no empathy. Right. Regardless if it was Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, it doesn't matter what day it was. Right. The church did not care. So I feel like the lady having empathy, uh, you would call her a Christian, God touched her to, to go help this young man, and she went to her supervisor. She went through the channels. That's what I don't understand. She went to the proper channels. Right. And he gave her the okay, and she went and she helped the young person out, and gave her her $20. Why is she terminated? Now, what they said in her, you know, paperwork, being the reason that she was let go was because she left and she got in contact with a customer. That is improper. And that's, that's stated in their, their policy. Okay. So she was not supposed to be... I got to say, she had what got written up, a warning. Yep. I said the same thing. Both of them should know. Yes, because um, I went as far as to look into this employee's history to see if she had infractions before, you know, see what kind of employee she actually was. Because if she continuously has issues, you know, with breaking the rules, et cetera, et cetera, I would understand why they'd be like, okay, this is the last straw. We're not dealing with this no more. But this was her first infraction. So I think you should have better rolled up. Well, that that happens all the time with the um, state organizations that I work for. We help a lot of women who have two or three kids 
We carry strollers. We carry them heavy ass carriers. When the baby too big for the carrier, help them with cases of military car. And a lot of them be like, oh, here you go. Not as far as money. Mm-hmm. But um, I own this nail shop. If you come in, you can get fifty percent off, and we are not allowed to take anything. If you are caught taking anything, you are written up. And see, my thing is, I would understand, you know, if she gave them, gave him the money from the bank, right? Because she realized she could not, you know, lift the hold on the check. She could not clear that path for him. That way. But she definitely wanted to help him. Yes, and when he called, if we call the bank, or when you call whatever, whatever, like company, cable company, they can pull up the record and see the transactions and how many times you called. The last time you called, oh, I know. And you called on this day at this time. You right. I did. So they can see, and even her supervisor can see, that the young man was trying to cash his check. The check was not clear. And that's the thing that boggled me. It was the, she went to her supervisor. Before she did anything else, she went to her supervisor. She didn't just take it upon herself to clock out or get his information and try to go on a 15-minute break. She went and spoke to her supervisor. She explained to her supervisor what was going on. And her supervisor said, well, if you want to help, you go ahead and help the young And then she went back to work. She didn't even take a full 15-minute break. She went, she helped him, she went back to work. Well, I think that was a wrongful termination. All right. I I, 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 I I could take a write-up. I take a write-up. Because I, I will take a right up because I know in my heart I help somebody. That's why you never know what somebody's going through. Right. You never know. And this week on Cooking with Positivity is our relationship week. So we were talking about building relationships, relationships with family, friends, and people in the general population or in the outside world, outside of us, and how we conduct ourselves. So I thought this story was very interesting. Because she showed the utmost compassion for this young man. Yes. And that's why I try to keep it in mind for, for myself. Right. For other people. You never know what somebody's going through. Never. You never know. You never. You don't know just a friendly gesture, a smile. To give that person, you don't know. They could be at their last breaking point. I cannot do this. I want out. I'm done with this life. It's just a smile, a tiny word. You don't know what you can do for that person mentally. Exactly. And we talk about that all the time. It's the, you never know. It's the small thing that can make somebody sad. Yes. Now we're going to move on to our second fire. Uh, another interesting story. So I want you to tell me if you think this one is justified. Now, at Francisco Yosemite International Airport, they fired four employees after a TikTok video went viral. This is actually our social media moment. 
of the week as well. It's a two-header. But the video went viral. The employees got together. They were working on the tarmac, and uh, they were spare operators and uh, luggage loaders and air traffic controllers. Okay. Now, it is the last 30 minutes of their shift. They said all the planes had gone out. All the planes had taken off. There there was no more luggage to be loaded up. There were no more planes going out. And they decided to, you know, do a TikTok video. Now, the TikTok video gained so much exposure that the employees saw it because they got, what, over 50,000 views? And it was at that point when they got over 50,000 views on TikTok that they were all called into the office and terminated. Now, they all worked for different contractors, different companies, you know, contracted them to the airport. But they were all for it in the video. Now, I'm going to pose this question to you. Do you think this was justified? Okay, so it was all, all the planes is gone, no more luggage. And what was their crime? What did they do wrong? They were cited. They don't go into detail what is the citing of their termination, but they were filmed on site when it was supposed to be working. And I use air quotes. I know you guys can't see me, but I use air quotes because it was the last 30 minutes of their shift. Now, one of the guys said, we were done working. And we just wanted to, uh, you know, blow up some steam. It has been a long day. And we all just happened to be together. And we wanted to uh, blow up some steam. So they did a video. And see, I find this very odd because it wasn't until, again, like the video gained over 50,000 views and likes that they were terminated. So they were working still after the video came out. They were still employed. <laughs> okay. okay, so was the video, was the video violent? No, no. And see, that's, that's the thing because um, a few of the um, other employees speculated, you know, well, what was the violation? Was it violent? Was it, you know, derogatory? Like, what was the infraction, and the airport has yet to make a statement regarding the full infraction as to the termination, but they said the termination stands because they were on site when they recorded the video. Okay, so the only thing I could really, only thing that I could conclude while they were terminated was that they were still on the clock. When they made this video, regardless that all the work was done, they were still on the clock. Um, like my job, if after after if we have no clients or anything, don't touch your phone. Till it's four thirty. 
But see, mm-hmm. their their policy doesn't say anything about phone. I think that's why they're having such a hard time stating why they terminated them because in their policies it doesn't say you can't use your phone. Unless it's a emergency. It doesn't say it doesn't say that in their policies. So I think I think that's what the issue is as to why they're having a hard time, you know, citing what right. the infraction was and why they were terminated. Because oh, I, I you know, if 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 it was the actual infraction, something that they did just like the last uh the last employee that we talked about, she was fired because she contacted the worker the the uh customer outside. That was a direct infraction in their policy. But okay. I don't think the airport has that. I, I, I really want to see what the airport has to say about why these four individuals were terminated. The only thing I can conclude is that because they were still on the clock. Regardless that all the work was done, they were still on the clock. Right. So they was they was as they as they call it, you still in time. That's what I can think of. But honestly, I thought you was gonna ask me two questions that are really floating around social media. Well, this is this is floating around social media because, like I said, the video went viral. It got over fifty thousand views. Right, and then they were terminated. <laughs> right, because I think it was because they were still on the clock, and it's called still in time. So, do you think it was justified? Do you think it was justified for them to be fired? No, because that means that everybody everybody should be fired. Because when work is over with and you still got time, it's probably 4 o'clock, you get up at 4.30, and all the work is done, you see people talking to each other, you know, you looking at the clock, you count down to 4.30 for it's time to go home. So it's, it's a lot. They have to, I would like to see what is the airport response of why these four individuals got fired. That's what I would like to see. Well, we but will I follow up on this next week. Yeah, you will have to keep, keep me posted on that one. But I thought you were going to really ask me about social media, about what Gail King said about Kobe Bryant. Oh, no, no. That's coming up next. That's coming up next. That is part of our question of the week. So when we come back. Okay, wait a minute. Another question is, now, uh, I, any company cannot, does not have to hire you if you have dreadlocks. Oh, wow. Well, we'll talk yeah, about that in more. <laughs> now, that's better. I thought those are the two main questions I thought you was going to ask me. That's going around. I see myself today in social media. Girl King and, a, and a, an employee would, does not have to hire you if you have dreadlocks. And they can fire you if they tell you that you have to cut your dreadlocks and because you are not a Rastafarian, and it's not your religion, they can terminate you. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about all of that and more. We have our question of the week and our question from last Hey, Cooking with Positivity family. Be sure to tune in on Thursday, where we take it back. We'll break down some of our favorite old school jams, the artists who made them huge, and what they mean to us. With some fun along the ride. Be sure to join us right here on Cooking with Positivity. Yeah. I just came through a lot of hate.
Are you looking to expand your gift-giving ideas? Well, you should check out Tipsy Chicks. They have fun and stylish drink accessories and tipsy tags that will turn a mundane life into a party wherever you go. Whether you are going on a camping trip, you can bring your folding chairs and your easily accessible folding flask, or you can start the party while you're waiting in line to get into your favorite hot spot. Be sure to stop by Tipsy Chicks, that's T-I-P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-S dot com today and grab a gift that keeps on giving. We have just celebrated the new year, so that means Valentine's Day is not far off. Be one of the first to grab a Valentine's gift basket with everything set up for a perfect dinner for two. Stop by ZakiaMcCoy.com or head over to ZRZ Catering and grab your basket today. Welcome back, guys. Now, before we went to break, Kim was telling us about the dreadlock issue. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but last week we did discuss a young man who was told he could not or would not be able to graduate, walk across the stage, or complete his school term in regular school because he refused to cut his dreadlock. Right. Now, we posed the question because we know it's wrong, so we didn't we didn't touch on that question. We touched on the question: Do you, do you believe dress code should apply to both male and female? And now Kim has just told us that there is more issues with dreadlocks in the community. Yes, a judge passed a law in a certain state that. An employee can terminate you, or you do not have to get hired if you have dreadlocks. They want to see that you are, that's your religion, not just a style. My thing is, as long as your hair is up, it should not matter if you have dreadlocks or not. No. But this is not the first time this has happened. Several years ago, I remember an African, uh, African-American woman on an airline was terminated for her braids. And see, that that's the thing, right? It, it, it stems from not understanding. Because even if we're not Rastafarian, we are of African-American descent, which means our ancestors have braids, dreadlocks, twists. These are our natural cultural hairstyles. Yes, they are. That have been passed down to us. So it is not okay for you to tell me to cut my hair if I'm not of Rastafarian descent. That isn't even making sense. Now, I think it's completely wrong. I can, I can understand if you coming in work with some, as I call it, 
the Kool-Aid color hell, that's different. But see, that, that too, I mean, it, it depends on where you work, but it's also unfair for you to judge me and my ability from the gate. Now, I know you won't hire me because I have dreadlocks. That's outrageous. That's, that's like, what? <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to this because I'm still, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this thing on wall. Okay, but yeah, but if you think about it, dreadlocks, I mean, what else they gonna hit us with? You know, they hit us with, with so many things, you know, um, if you, if you, which we just, you was automatically considered a thug or gangbanger if you, if, if a young man wore their pants saggy. Which I never cared for that. And I never cared for that. I personally never cared for that look. So, you know, um, if you wore your pants sagging, it was, you all managed was a thug or a gangbanger, not knowing that that was the style or everybody called it swag, that was your swag. But see, um, let's be clear, it's not just that. It's like if you look at it, certain people look at us, no matter what we are wearing, no matter what we have on, no matter what our hair looks like, as thugs, baby mamas, like all of these systemics that are set up by people who don't understand us. And, you know, people fear what they don't understand. This is why we have racism. This is why we have sexism. This is why we have such a discord when we talk about homophobic tendencies and homophobic people because people fear what they don't understand. That's true. And if if everybody would take the time to just understand another culture, another race, another mindset separate from themselves, then we could stand together and realize that we're all just people in this world trying to make it. That's like that's the only thing that helps humanity is humans coming together. So all of these laws, they're just tearing us apart. So now I have to make sure that I myself don't get dread because I'm not going to be able to get hired anywhere. That's crazy. Right. We're going to move to You know. Thank you, man. Um, but it is one state that if you are caught with your pants sagging, it is a $100 ticket. Yep. And it, there, there, is some, there are some states that say if you say the word, the S word for gay people, you get fined and you can't get arrested. So there, there are laws that set, that set up to Defend some of the negativity, but not all of the negativity. So we have to be mindful when we're out in the world of our negativity that we're putting into the world because the world is not set up for all of us to win together. It's putting us against each other. And that's tearing us down as a society. And speaking of tearing us down, 
we're going to get to our question of the week. Last week, the question again was, do you think dress code should be the same for both male and female? Everybody agreed that yes, it should, except for one person. But I think he was a troll because his comment read, no, because I don't wear skirts. I'm not a F word used for gay people. So I blocked him and (laughs) deleted the comment. But this week, I told you guys we're going to talk about Kobe a little later. And she got Gail King did an interview with Lisa Leslie, WNBA player, Kobe Bryant's good friend. And the interview was going smoothly until Gail King asked about Kobe Bryant's sex case. That happened years ago. He was acquitted. The case was thrown out. Everything was done and moved on. Yes, and Kobe Bryant also said in his apology to the letter to 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 the woman to after he after he was sitting in that courtroom and he heard he actually heard what she said. He knew that it was wrong, and he truly apologized for putting her through that. My question is, why this is the problem? It doesn't matter what a person does. Somebody always got to bring up whatever they've done negative in their past. I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not justifying what he did. But what he did, like you said, he was young. He misunderstood the lady's interpretations. And why did she have to bring that up? After all what he has done. Right. And now, okay. The community, family first, done everything else. Why did she have to bring that up? But that's what that's what the news is do. It has to bring in controversy. Hey, see, yeah. okay. I want to dive a little deeper into this because I know it's a lot to unpack. Right now, Gail King is referring to the rape case that happened uh, years ago with Kobe Bryant when he was accused of raping the young lady. Now it came out later during the trial that. The young lady was schizophrenic, and she was not taking her medication, and he thought they were having consensual sex. Right. He thought her advances and the way things played out, everything was consensual. But like you just said, when he was sitting in there listening to everything that was going on with the young lady, everything that she explained from her point of view, she realized it, it was probably consensual, but she was not in the right state of mind for anything to be consensual. So he definitely did apologize. But he was found not guilty because, and then, then there was the whole, oh, it's a cover-up. It wasn't a cover-up. They addressed it on numerous occasions. But what people won't address is the fact that the young lady was mentally ill. And I keep saying was, but she is mentally ill. And she was not in her right state of mind. Unbeknownst to him. 
So can you can you blame him for yeah, for taking the sexual advantage? <laughs> you know, making you know. Although he was I a married mean, man, I that's fine. No, I really cannot because I've been to several professional football games, basketball games. There are women. Oh, concerts. There are women throwing themselves at these men. Right. Just to get in the back. And you cover what? Basketball wife? A football wife? And that's what, that's what he thought he was, he was getting into. Now, I'm not right. saying it was okay because he's a married man. No, it's not okay. But um, she just happened to get in the back. So she was mentally ill. So but why did she? And then um, I saw the interview when Oprah was on, crying, saying that Gail is terrified for her life. And what Gail is really upset about is that it was just one segment. They did one piece and they moved on about what he done. All right. Now, that's, that's CBS and she has to deal with the network. But she still asks the question. She could have been showing more integrity, especially being that this man's family has just lost him. And instead of trying to tear him down, and she said, oh, it was just one segment, but it was a segment that should have never been included, in my opinion. That's true. Because it shows him in a negative light, and it's as if you're trying to tear him down because everybody is speaking too highly of him. Except for the few reporters. It should have never been brought up. It should have never been brought up. So, now, responding to the Oprah situation, the Oprah interview is what everybody is talking about now. Because Luke Dogg came out, and I'm not going to say everything he said, because, you know, it's very very profane. (laughs) But, he spoke what, what, for what, what, a lot of us. Well, he made a point. Right. Now, with Gail King, and, and I agree with you, every black actor, athlete, singer, you name it, who is a celebrity, she throwed them under the rug. But when a Caucasian has done the same thing, right. it doesn't bring it out. And what Lucas said was, why would you disrespect Kobe Bryant and his family, but you don't come after Harvey Weinstein, etc. And it got to the point where even Bill Cosby called from Jeff and was like, "You tearing us down." And I, <laughs> he was a whole nother story in itself. I don't even want to get into him, but <laughs> when Bill Cosby comes for you. You know you you you're on the wrong side of things. Because Bill Cosby can't come for anyone. But the question is, do you think Snoop Dogg threatened Gail King? Because that's what a lot of the reporters are saying. That's what a lot of the reports are referring to, saying that she feels disappointed and fearful of her life is because Snoop Dogg and then they brought up his his 
on trial for murder. He was on trial for murder yeah. and acquitted. He said he told he told her that she was foul. You foul. We said that every day when somebody do something wrong. You know, you are foul for doing that. Okay? She was foul for doing that. That's not no threat. That's and somebody out. They took the part where he said where she said well he said we will come for you. And he he's he made a statement clearing it up, but she says she feels threatened by that statement. And Oprah felt that he was threatening her and there are a ton of females that are backing her and a lot of other reporters who said she was doing her job. How dare you attack her? And then, again, like I said, they mentioned uh, Suzo's criminal history. But he was never charged. He was innocent. He was found innocent. So I don't understand why that is being brought up. Because he checked her. In my opinion, he checked her. Yeah, he checked her. But we're going to leave it up to the listeners. So this is going to be our question for the week. Do you think Snoop Dogg threatened Gail King? Hit us with a yes or a no. If you agree that he threatened her, or if you agree he didn't threaten her. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our TV shows for the week. Say hi to Tia Gross. She has an amazing gift for you. Tia is going to help you save up to 35% on your next trip by granting you access to her personal booking engine where you can save on hotels, resorts, car rentals, and cruises. So breeze on over to LadyT824 on Instagram or Tia Gross, that's T-I-A-G-R. O-S-S on Facebook and let Tia help you begin booking your way to paradise and be sure to send Tia thank you postcard. Hey CWP family, just a friendly reminder, this month is love month. So we will be looking for stories of your self-love, your relationships, your relationship goals, as well as your love for your family and your fur babies. So make sure you leave us your stories and we will share your love right here on Cooking with Positivity. Also take advantage of some of the deals we have going on. I know Valentine's Day is coming up and we have uh, deals from some of our sponsors. Lashbinder, if you go to lashbinder.com, you can receive $5 off of any product that you purchase by entering Cooking with Positivity, as well as Tipsy Chicks. If you go to tipsychicks.com, that's T I P S Y C H I C S.com, and enter the code Cook with Positivity, you'll get a discount off as well. Also, ZRZ Catering has gift baskets. And if you enter the code cooking with positivity at the end of your purchase, you will receive $5 off. And I hope everyone has a great holiday. Welcome back, guys. 
Now, we talk about a lot of TV here at Cooking with Positivity. I am a TV head. I enjoy music. And uh, one of the shows that I found very interesting, I just discovered watching um, uh, Kiki Palmer and Sarah. and uh, I watched their show during the day, and they had a guest on there. And now he has the show The Prophet. And it's a show that comes, he, this guy comes to your business and he tells you what your business is worth, what your product is worth, and try to help you make better decisions, better decisions for your business. And try to help you make more profits. Now, Lisa and myself are going to dive into that a little bit more on tomorrow for Wealth Wednesday, but I felt that was an interesting show that all of our business people should check out and all our entrepreneurs should check out. Also, for Life is 50 Cent's new show coming out on NBC, and I don't know, I talked a little bit about this last week, but I reported the wrong, the wrong network is going to be on uh, NBC, not Fox. And I got the information as far as it being on Fox from 50 Cent going back and forth with Taraji P. Henson about, about the shows. And he made a comment saying that, uh, for life is going to be replacing Empire. But I was misinformed. So we have that to look forward to. And that's coming on tonight at 8 o'clock on NBC. So make sure you just check that out. Also, Netflix has a new dating series. It's called Love is Blind. Now, it is hosted by a couple, Nick Lachey and his wife. And the show is blind dating in order to find your fiancé and get married. But all of this is done without seeing the person. So it's taking blind dating to another level. Now, Kim, do you find this interesting or problematic? Because I know you had issues with the dancing. Yes. <laughs> In order to, but this is this is blind dating on a whole another level because you never see the person until you're going to be engaged to them and so you're going to propose and make that next step. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I figured that was going to be your response, but I had to ask. Oh. Well. No. No. Well, thank you. Well, okay. Let's not shoot it down just just yet. I found it interesting. I dated. I mean. It's blind. Look, okay. Because I watched Married at First Sight. So, I, I think this is like the sister show or the sister idea to Married at First Sight because Married at First Sight, you don't meet the person until you're going to the altar and you're getting married to them. That's the first time you see them. That's the first time you know anything about them other than your name. Okay, so that reminds me of certain different cultures that 
um, you are a promise to a man or you are a promise to a woman from birth. Right. Um, like Africa. Arranged like marriages. Um, arranged marriages. So, um, that's their culture. So I respect that, that culture. I don't agree with it, but I respect it because that's their culture. But, um, <laughs> what happened if, you know, mm, oh no. Well, see, okay, with Married at First Sight, because I've never seen uh, Love is Blind. I've only seen the preview for it, but it's on Netflix. So I'm definitely going to be binge watching it. But with Married at First Sight, there there's a team of experts who match you based on your compatibility, based on your likes and dislikes, based on your wants and needs, based on your personality. Like, they do extensive research and they do background checks and they do all of this, you know, Okay, they do all that. Okay, but do they know how you act with you guys having a good day? Do they see all that? No, no, that's that's okay. So that's what we experience when you watch when you watch the show, right? That's how you figure out if you want to stay married. So at the end of the, I think it's uh four weeks, three or four weeks, married the first sight is after this because you you are living together. They. They get married, they go on a honeymoon, they meet the family, they have um, assignments and, you know, things that they do to help better move their relationship along. But they decide the financials, they decide where they're going to live, they decide, you know, how they're going to mend their, mend their lives together. And all of that is very interesting to see play out in the short, short amount of time. Also, it's very interesting to see, you know, how how willing a lot of people are. Because the difference between uh, married at first sight and arranged marriages is these people are willing singles who are going into this willingly. They're not being forced. They're not being told, oh, you have no choice. This is our heritage. This is our culture. This is what we do. But they're going to take, you know, personality tests and quiz and et cetera, trying to make sure they get matched with the right person. Now, Love is Blind, if I'm not mistaken, the way it works is they go on a series of blind dates. Blind being the operative word because they never see the person that they're talking to until the very end. All right, is this, is this coming from, like, the old game show? I remember the game show when they were, the man or the woman was behind a thing and they were asking questions and stuff. I mean, that's what it reminds me of. That is it's, it's very similar to that, but at the end of the show, they go on a date. They don't go, they don't get engaged. So, yeah, <laughs> it's very similar, but it's not, it's taking it to the next level. Okay, well, the show is, no. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, you might be so compatible on paper, but face to face, I mean, I am. I know how I am, and you have to know me. You got to know my three different okay. It's okay, okay, girl, okay. <laughs> and then it's that okay, okay. So you know, um, I don't, I don't know. I cannot. I mean, is is it? Getting to the point that we are so desperate to find love, 
they they making every type of love connection show that there is. Well, see, yeah. I don't think it's desperation anymore. I think it's just like trying to go outside of the box because you know when you meet somebody on social media. You don't know what you're getting into. If you meet someone at the grocery store, you don't know what you're getting into. But the way things go in the world now, we have so many people. At the grocery store, they meet somebody on social media, and they are lying, they tell off. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So at least with like some of these shows, you have some kind of backup or inclination of what you're getting into and then there's the flip side of that where you don't have the distraction of social media because you know all you have to do is go to somebody's facebook page or go to somebody's instagram and try to figure out you know what they like what they don't like what they into what they're not into at least this way you have a genuine conversation and you're not That's focused on what they look like go back to um, I feel like we are losing human contact. That's what I'm saying. Touch, touch. Oh, oh, I text you. I text you. I text you. Um, no, call, text me. Call me. <laughs> you know, I just think that we are human. We are really losing human contact. We really are. And social media is taking so much of our time, and everybody. Explain all their business on social media. Well, a lot of people don't put all their business on social media. They just put. Well, a lot of people put all their business on social media. But a lot of times they just put what they want you what they want you to see, because sometimes you know they're not living that life, and we lose that that human connection. And a lot of people can't socialize as far as the regular world is concerned. But I've definitely found this very interesting. So I definitely will be binge watching. And again, it's Love is Blind on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, check it out. I have Netflix and I will not be checking it out. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. It's okay. Listen. Well, when we come back. Girl, I want to watch Housewives of a Thomas Mills. That's okay. Oh, my goodness. All right, on I that really note, like that. I don't even like that show. So. <laughs> on that note, when we come back, I'm going to leave you guys with a positive note. We are good. <laughs> Not the housewives over. Oh, my goodness. Girl, I said, I, that's right. I was like, I, I watched housewives over later. Well, come on now. We are, I hope, I hope. We get some good answers about Kobe Bryant. Because I don't think Snoop Dogg's right that damn woman. Well, we're going to see what they say. Because <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of, um, a couple of, let me not say a lot, a couple of, um, what is it, news anchors and stuff. Were... We here at Cooking with Positivity love to support those who support us. Be sure to tune in for our Fun Free Friday episode where you can be a Fun Free Friday raffle winner and win fun prizes from my business, Lisa Deshawn's business, as well as some of our sponsors and some Cooking with Positivity merch. Happy listening. 
Are you guys enjoying this episode and want to be a part of the show? Be sure to like, subscribe, favorite, share, and follow us on all social media platforms that involve cooking with positivity. We can be found on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube under Zykea McCoy. Also on Facebook at Zykea McCoy Inc. Cooking with Positivity, the podcast page as well as Cooking with Positivity listeners and guest connection group. And ZykeaMcCoy.com. So make sure you join this positive movement. We would love to hear your story. Welcome back, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Remember to uh, answer on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and right here on Cooking with Positivity. You can always leave us a voice message. And if you do, you will receive three raffle tickets for our Friendly Friday Positive Raffle Entry. So make sure you guys are supporting, tuning in. And I'm going to leave you guys with this positive note. Don't be afraid to be open to build or rebuild relationships. When we are open, we stand a better chance for a positive outcome. And I'm positive rest of your day.